Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Another big winner on Friday night at Alexandra Park was a young man doing some very good things. He trains alongside uh, Graham Rogerson. His name is Dylan Ferguson. He also drove Love Me Too to do this. Love me too to bring them for home. Southern Diamond up on the outside. Kiss and run for the passing lane. Love me too. Slips away a length and a half. Kiss and run. Southern Diamond, Elder Baron Crystal. Love me too and kiss and run to fight it out. Love me too. 75 to go. Kiss and run. Tries to draw. Love me too back. Love me too going. Great guns. The What the Hill gelding to get the NZB standard bread harness. Billion three-year-old. So a brilliant front running win and drive by Dylan Ferguson with Love Me Too. Uh, Morning to you. Dylan and congratulations Yeah no thanks Greg it was um, a big thrill for everyone involved and, and good to get the job done Well he certainly did that he showed very good speed to find the front and he seems to be a very willing horse uh, Dylan tell us about how you came to buy him I know he was about 45,000 uh, from memory at the yearling sales New Zealand bloodstock yearling sales uh, out of uh, the brick and bloodstock draft of course out of Love Your Doozy a family they've had great success with so what took your eye what t- took you and Graham's eye to go to that price for him? Uh, yeah we sort of the last few years we've always sort of tried to um, pick up one trotter from the sales so we sort of had a bit of a short list and um, from memory I think Graham was actually um, under bidder or, or one of the bidders on the top trotting lot of the sale at Caracker and um, missed out on him to Emilio Rosati I think so we went to the second cab off the rank and we got Love Me Too so um, I think he might be top cab now so can't complain with that Yeah and you set him for this race this was your target, this was the one you thought you could win and it's always great when a plan comes off Yeah definitely, I sort of felt um probably two or three months ago he really started to mature and and become a racehorse and um without being disrespectful to the opposition i think the the homebred three-year-olds are probably the strongest ones at the moment when you take into account what high energy's done and what sunny sister looks like she could do um i think they're probably the top two in the pecking order so we thought this was a a classic race that our horse could win and you know as I say we we set him for it a couple of months ago and normally to be honest when I pick out races for horses it gets to a week out and the wheels fall off but um this time the wheels have well and truly stayed on and and he's just gotten better and better through his preparation and really hasn't put a foot wrong. Uh, Dylan, he held a kiss and run who trailed throughout pretty comfortably which would indicate that He's not finished, is he? And he's still got a couple of targets to go. No, I definitely don't think so. I think, as I say, he he just seems to be getting better and better at the moment. And um, he's just one of those horses. He's just got an amazing will to be there. And he doesn't know, know when to get tired. I think that's probably half because he's a little bit silly. He just keeps running. He doesn't know, know any different. But... Um, you know, certainly in the last couple of weeks, I, I now think that he, he could be competitive against those um, top few three-year-olds and heading towards a derby after seeing him 
um, you know, wins so powerfully his last couple of starts certainly gives you a bit of confidence that the extra distance and, and hopefully a bit more of a high-pressure race is going to be a bit more of an advantage to him than it is going to be detrimental, that's for sure. So, Dylan, he has size stakes and then the derby? Yeah, that's, that, that'll probably round out this preparation for him. And, um, you know, as I say, this this was definitely our main target, but you certainly can't fault him on anything he's done so far. And as I say, if he, he improves as much in the next three weeks as he has in the last three weeks, I think he's going to certainly make a good account of himself and they'll know he's in the race, that's for sure. Whilst that was a pretty big high on Friday night, you had a couple of uh, trips to the judicial uh, on Thursday and Friday, so you won't be aboard. That's disappointing, and I know something that um, you know is is not ideal, particularly in the North Island, because when you get days off, it's effectively weeks off, isn't it? Yeah, well, that's for sure. That's you know, while the end result's the same, it's hard when. Um, well, I think I accumulated something like 13 meetings which in the South Island I think would be you know three weeks where it's basically three months for me so as I say while it's disappointing probably the couple of them that I deserved was going to rule me out of driving in the size stakes in the derby anyway so I couldn't do much about that um you know the last suspension was probably a bit debatable but once you got a target on your back you can't get it off I suppose so I guess they've got three months to forget about me now so um you can just concentrate on the training mate focus on the training and palm the yep. pressure off onto the other drivers then so the um i'm i'm sure dad will be a, a good replacement for him he's been waiting to kick me off one of the nice three-year-old trotters for a while so he's got his wish <laughs> i guess yeah i guess he i guess he has and and uh you're certainly not going to lack for horsemanship if your dad is uh, is aboard you're not far off a couple of hundred wins yourself just tell me a little bit more about the graham rogerson operation of course this one part owned by the butterworths as well and well, they've had a decent sort of a, a couple of months, haven't they? Sharp and smart, uh, smart uh, flying the flag in the thoroughbred code and now this horse. So, um, yeah, tell us a bit more about how many horses you've got in work and, and what it's like having a master horseman across both codes. Obviously, thoroughbreds is where he's more world-renowned, but um, you must glean so much information out of him. Yeah, I think it's, it's no secret in, in both codes that um, if Graham sees a bit of potential in you and and you show him that you want it and want to work hard towards it, he'll he'll support you. He's done it his whole career with his apprentices and, you know, look at some of the jockeys that have come through under his um under his through his apprenticeship if you like and I guess in the harness code that's what he's basically done with me and as I say, he's always been been a massive supporter of mine back when I worked for him as a junior driver and went away and did my own thing for a bit and and came back this time as more of a um, co-trainer than anything and as I say he's always been a fantastic boss in the sense that if if you put in the hard yards he'll he'll back you and support you all the way and that just shows you know every year he he puts his money where his mouth is and we um, try and buy a few yearlings we've had mixed success I think probably how our more expensive purchases have let us down a bit and the ones we've bought on the cheap a bit they've they've come through and um, done good jobs for us so we've uh, I think we've got some some pretty nice three-year-olds in the stable at the moment with you know a couple of trotters and we got the two fillies that were competitive in the oaks and harness millions as well so um, hopefully you know they they improve later in the season and 
Well, it's it's frustrating going up against Millwood Nike when you're chasing home the All Stars team and a horse like her. Um, you know, it's pretty satisfying that you can compete on that level with with horses that you've bought at the sales and bought all the way through your system and um, made them your own as such. And as I say, to see them doing it on the big stage is a is a big thrill for me. And I'm and I'm sure Graham still gets just as big a thrill out of it now as he did back when he was starting out as well. Dylan, how many have you got on work? Did did you say? Oh no! Well, well, we're a little bit quiet at the moment. We've got about eighteen in work, um, but that'll sort of pick up over winter. We'll get the yearlings in and get a bit of work into them. And um, as I say, I've got a bit more time on my hands now. I might be able to send the boys off to the races, and I'll just stay at home and concentrate on the young ones. And um, but uh, as, as I say, we've we've got an we've got a nice bunch of um, horses that that we're going to set for the feature races in the spring. And, hey, this fella's he's still got a couple more races to go yet. But um, I'm sure once we get down to the South Island in the springtime, we'll have, you know, a couple of trotters and, and those fillies and a few young ones coming through, hopefully, that, you know, we might be able to tick off a, a Group 1 as well as a, as a listed race to finish off the season. Yep, well, I can see seclusion continue to improve. Just before I let you go, mate, she's Bella, uh, assuming she'll be going to the Trotting Oaks, which is this week. What did you make of her on uh, on Friday night? She was uh, basically a month between runs, wasn't she? So, um, yeah, is she likely to go to Friday, and do you think she'll improve? Uh, at this stage, she, she'll head to Friday, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't pretty disappointed with her run on on Friday night, she did get a good trip, and as you say, she was a month between runs. But she's—I've um, always thought she's actually probably been a little bit better than this horse. And to be fair, he's probably improved a lot in the last six weeks. But um, I think she's she's definitely a top-class three-year-old in her best form. And as I say, she was disappointing on on Friday night. So we'll just you know get her checked out early next week and make sure everything's all right. And Hey, as I say, if there's nothing wrong, we've just got to hope that it was a bit of race fitness she was lacking. But um, yeah, as I say, I think if if she if we can't get her right for this preparation, hopefully um, later in the season, I, I think she's going to be just as competitive in the big races as this guy. So um, as I say, pretty pretty exciting for our stable to have two two high class trotters in the stable. Yep. Well, to you, Dylan, to, to Graham, uh, congratulations again on Friday night. As I say, when you when you plan something like that and it comes off, it's got to be truly satisfying. Uh, I know you're going to be on the sidelines driving-wise, but I'm sure the, the, the colours will still be to the fore. And, um, you know, really appreciate you coming on uh, Trot's Talk with ECNZ this morning. No, thanks, Greg. Thank you very much. All right, that's uh, young Dylan Ferguson. So we've gone from Ben Hope to Dylan Ferguson, two of the bright lights in our sport, uh, doing some good things and both having success at Alexandra Park on Friday night.